Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in my homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus. Because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we naturally desire desire the things of this world and the easier it is to live more simply. So we're going to talk about just that today. Um, I've been spring cleaning, so we've had the first couple of warm days here where I've been able to open up the windows and get the fresh air in and do a little scrubbing down of things and uh, washing down my back porch and my front porch and just all those fun spring cleaning things. And I've been decluttering. I've got trash bags that I've been throwing away and I almost feel like I want to become a minimalist. Now, I've always said that I am not a minimalist, that simplifying, you know, to me is about just getting rid of all the distractions, all the things. Um, But lately, I just feel like stuff is a distraction so much, and I'm so done with it. So we're going to talk about that in a minute. Before I start, I want to thank my podcast sponsor, as always, Apologia. Apologia is a Christ-centered, award-winning homeschool curriculum provider. Their mission is to help homeschooling students and families learn, live, and defend the Christian faith through their print and digital curriculum and online classes. Do you know that they have live online classes, self-paced courses, and video on-demand options for grades 7 to 12 designed to fit your students' needs? They have curriculum for K to 12, for science, for Bible. They also have math. There is so much to choose from. If you're a homeschooler, and you are looking ahead to next year, I would highly recommend going over to Apologia.com, checking out all they have to offer. We absolutely love their elementary science when my kids were back in elementary. Um, And if you're new to homeschooling right now, you can access a free curriculum planning guide packed with homeschool information and encouragement from Apologia. So what are you waiting for? Head over to Apologia.com. All right, so let's talk about, oh, before I start talking about the actual episode, I wanted to ex- uh, explain here our newest announcement for our Simply Living for Him Women's Retreat this summer. I talked about it on my social media this week. I sent out emails, so you probably have seen something about it, but I want to explain here as well if you are a listener to the podcast and you haven't seen the announcement. So everybody knows that We are having our Simply Living for Him Ladies Retreat this summer from July 13th to the 15th in the beautiful lodges at Gettysburg in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. These retreats in the past have been for all women. I always say all women, any age or stage of life. You really just need to be a woman who wants to know Jesus more. And... um, We have had in the past some women that have brought like older teenagers or young adults. And this year, we are also having a few people doing that as well. And people always ask me, like, what is the age? You know, could I bring a teenager? Could I bring a young lady? Of course, this is a great time for women, like I said, of all ages and stages to get together. I love, love, love seeing the um, interaction between older women and younger women. And I think it is absolutely necessary in our relationships. That being said, this year, we are having a special guest speaker at the retreat, 
the one and only, my daughter, Grace Jones. For those of you who don't know, Grace is currently pursuing her master's. She's in uh, Bible college, and she is also an intern, a youth ministry intern at her church. She teaches once, um, like once a month, she teaches the young people at her church. She is an amazing and gifted speaker and an amazing and gifted teacher. And she also has a very pure heart for young people. And she is a beautiful mentor to many young ladies in her life. And so I thought it would be a wonderful idea to bring her along on the retreat to have her do a couple of kind of special sessions just for the young ladies that are coming on the retreat so she can kind of dig into those issues that maybe, you know, they have that are unique to them that they don't share with us older folks. So grab your girlfriends, bring your young ladies in your life and come on out to the Simply Living for Him Women's Retreat, July 13th to the 15th. You don't want to miss it. Go to simplylivingforhim.com slash retreat. We are so excited that Grace is joining us. All right, so let's get into it and let's talk about minimalism. Am I becoming a minimalist? I don't know. Looking at my house, you would say I'm not. I mean, if you were to compare me to like most people, we definitely probably have less. Like I don't have, I feel like fancy decor. I'm very simple when it comes to decor. I, I don't care that much. Um, but I'm definitely not a minimalist. We have stuff. And so just lately, especially I guess as I've been spring cleaning, I've just been feeling the burden of stuff and I've been like, why, why, why do I have all this stuff? And something that kind of struck me was like, you know, our culture as a whole is becoming more and more a culture that is consumed with having more stuff, right? Now, we would have said, you know, back in the 80s, it was a material world and there was all this focus on material things. But I think... Like, it just keeps getting more and more. Like, I see so much focus on material things. You know, we spend, as a society, so much time and money pursuing things of this world that we don't really need, but we think we do because I think a lot of it has to do with social media, which we're going to talk about. Uh, We think we do need it. And then we work and we work and we work to pay for it. I feel like decades ago, our culture would be so rich, like monetarily, like most families would be so rich, like they're making a, you know, a good amount of money, but we are spending it like we're making it, but we're spending it. Now, I know there's inflation and all that going on right now. I'm just talking like generalizations in general. I think that many people are making a good living. And yes, I know there's many who struggle. What I'm saying in general, on average, we are not starving here in America. We all have a roof over our heads for the most part. Uh, You know, we are in general considered wealthy, especially when compared to the world. But I would say even compared to, you know, decades ago, I mean, I think about my grandparents. I've often talked about that on here. They had tiny, small homes. One set of grandparents had a very small home. They grew all their own food in their garden. They lived a very simple life. Uh, Their main goal was not to decorate their house, to renovate their house, to buy decor for their house. It was like to raise their family to work hard, 
you know, and to live. And my other set of grandparents actually lived with us. We had a multi-family home where we lived downstairs and they lived upstairs. So we're talking, you know, like an apartment, like one floor uh, home with, uh, you know, let's see, it was a kitchen, two tiny bedrooms, a dining room and a living room. Um, And so, you know, they may do. And I've talked about in the past that, you know, my grandparents, when their children were little, they had a boy and a girl, twins. So they only had the two bedrooms. So they had to give up their bedroom while the twins were growing up, one of those twins being my dad, because they were a boy and a girl. So they each got a bedroom, and my grandparents slept in the living room. Like, that would be unheard of these days. Like, because now it's not only... Do we have our own bedrooms? You know, you have to have a master en suite and all of these things, a master bedroom. And like, we just have these really different ideals than, say, the generation of World War II, where they were happy to just have a decent home, to make a decent living, and to, you know, um, raise their families. I know my husband's grandmother. They're, they didn't give, I don't think, their children a lot like uh, materialist uh, materialism or gifts. I always remember um, my mother-in-law, for instance, saying that on the weekends, they always went somewhere. So my husband's grandfather would get off of work on Friday and they would, you know, go for the weekend to a lake or they would go picnic on Saturday or go to a park or go to the beach. Like they will always went and did things. And those are the memories that they have was like, we were always going somewhere. Not, oh, we were always, um, you know, getting gifts or, oh, we were always decorating our, like, I feel like families these days, like in their free time, they're decorating their homes, they're renovating their homes, they're, you know, it's it's like they're always doing stuff around the house because you've got to keep up these larger homes. And with the advent of things like HGTV and Instagram and Pinterest and social media in your face all the time, you know, Chip and Joanna Gaines, I've got nothing against them, but it's like in your face all the time, homes, homes should look a certain way, homes should be filled with certain things. And are we living our lives or are we just trying to keep up with HGTV or keep up with the Joneses? And, you know, I think about all the effort that we like, you know, that we put into buying things for our home. The the search for the perfect decor, you know, can take hours out of your life on a Saturday afternoon because you need that certain, you know, whatever it is for your home. We have stores like Home Goods and Marshalls and Hobby Lobby and all of these things that just foster in us this false notion that we need to have these things. I've often talked about how when I first got married, I kind of fell into that trap, but when I first got married, we didn't even have, I, I think I would explode with all this stuff. We didn't even have all this. For me back then, it was Pottery Barn. That was like the thing that, you know, the that you aspire to have a Pottery Barn looking home. And I remember getting the catalogs. And as a young mom who could not afford Pottery Barn, but feeling like when I got the catalog, I needed to, I can remember just like 
feeling so inadequate that I wasn't, you know, doing a good job as a homemaker. And, you know, if you listen to my podcast uh, several weeks back in the archives about homemaking, it is not about having the perfect decor. Homemaking is about really what you are doing in those walls of that home and all of that. And so not only are we spending a lot more money on home decor and on stuff, and this doesn't just have to do with homes. This could be, let's talk about fashion, right? There's all those Instagram accounts and TikTok or whatever you watch that show you all the latest fashion and you feel like you have to have it. I fall into this trap probably more than the home. I can like, a, you know, I want to look nice. I can like a good dress or a nice outfit. And I could always feel like, hmm, I'm speaking. I better go buy a new dress because, you know, I don't want to wear one I've worn at another event like anyone cares or anyone knows, right? And so that one would be a little bit of a downfall for me. Um, you know, so maybe yours isn't the home. Maybe it's fashion. Maybe it's, you know, hair and makeup things because that's all over the internet today as well. Like making you feel like you must have all of these products Oh my goodness, think about how people lived back in the 50s or, you know, I could go all the way back to Little House on the Prairie time because, you know, I all love that. But, you know, we're, we're talking about like, there is a humongous difference these days. And not only are we spending a lot of time trying to, you know, achieve these perfect uh, homes, these perfect outfits, these perfect hairstyles and makeup and trying to keep up with all these things. We're spending a lot of money. So we're spending a lot of time like looking at it all, but we're also spending a lot of money. Um, And so we are working hard these days, but where is all of our money going to? These things that don't last, you know, it says in the Bible that we should be storing our treasure in heaven. Now, like I said, I I am not a minimalist. I am not uh, over here to say like, you people spend too much money. Hey, I'm talking to myself. Like I've realized how much time do I waste on these worldly things? And I just keep thinking about our culture, how stressed we are, how we feel like we can't keep up, how, you know, anxious this culture is. So why do we add all of this extra stress to it by trying to make this perfect home, by trying to have the perfect appearance, uh, by trying to, you know, just constantly seeking after the material, the things of this world. You know, I, I notice like, just all the time hearing people say like, oh, I, I must, you know, I go shopping this weekend. I'm so busy, but I've got to go shopping because we need to, you know, update the kitchen or whatever it is. And and the amount of like time and effort and money that we put into those things. And so, you know, i am just been thinking about that. And as I'm spring cleaning, I get so frustrated. I'm like, why do we have all this stuff? You know, I've said this many times, but like this year's must-haves are next year's garage sale items. I mean, as I'm purging and throwing things out, I'm throwing things out that were once things we had to have. You know, we just needed it. And you just realize that we put so much emphasis on acquiring things without thinking, do we really need it? Do we really need to invest our money in stuff that's just going to end up in a trash bag? And, you know, we have our like town cleanup day coming. I can tell you the whole town's throwing out the things that they must have at one time. And so, 
You know, we work and we work and we work hard. Do we really want to work hard to fill up our house with material things? I think, again, it has a lot to do with social media. And, you know, I'm almost, I want to be like a mental minimalist. You know, like, what do I put in my mind? Let's be mental minimalists because I would recommend if you find that you're on this kind of like trap of need thinking you need things in your life that are really just things you don't need, but they're more wants, just unfollow a lot of those social media accounts. I, I have like, I don't follow home accounts. I don't follow um, those kinds of things that are going to, they seem innocent at first, like, oh, I'm just gonna, you know, get ideas for the house. And then before you know it, you just feel terrible because you could never achieve how these homes look. But like, honestly, who cares? If your home looks like that Pinterest perfect picture or your home is simple with minimalist decor, what matters is what goes on in that home. And that's why, you know, I always feel like I want to you know, uh, kind of keep my voice out there online because I would hope to do just what I say I do to point you to Jesus. Like in the vast uh, array, as you scroll through all that stuff, I'd love to just have my little post there be like, hey, hey, let me point you back to Jesus. Stop scrolling through all this stuff. Let me point you to Jesus. And, you know, I need that in my own life because I can very easily uh, fall into the trap of feeling like, I must have certain decor. I must have, you know, and, and most of the time, those ideas in my head that I must have certain things come from seeing it on social media. I get the idea in my head. I see it on social media and I'm like, oh, I would like to have that too in my house. And then you start, and then you start searching on the internet for it, trying to find a good price. Hours go by, you're on Amazon then you go, well, maybe I'll go out to the store and see if I could find it in real life. And you're searching and your whole Saturday goes by. And then you finally find you spent all this money. And you know what? The um, excitement of the new thing, whatever it is, a household product, an outfit, a thing, a product, whatever it is, it always, always is temporary. It rarely lasts, right? There's those few things that you have in your home that you probably just love but there is so much, I would just say, junk that we fill up our lives with. So I don't know. Minimalism is appealing to me these days. I've always said I'm not a minimalist, but I really, I mean, okay, because we are in a time now of crazy, you know, uh, financial issues with an inflation. I mean, we're feeling it here. Like I bought two gallons of milk. It was $8 and something cents like two gallons of milk because one is for something. I see it at the gas pump. You know, I'm with you on all of that. Like we're seeing our groceries. Like in the beginning, I remember people saying, oh, the grocery prices are going up. And I was like, yeah, I guess so. But now like, I'm seeing it. Our grocery prices are going up. Now, those are the things I need, right? I have to feed my family. I want to feed them well. So I would prefer to invest our hard-earned money in those types of things. I would prefer to invest our hard-earned money and perhaps experience things in our life, you know, going on a trip somewhere, going on a day trip, going to do things, you know, and that might include, so there's, you know, gas in there. So our hard-earned money, I'm going to make sure that we're not just aimlessly doing things, but the things we're doing have purpose because gas costs money. 
And, you know, I'm deciding less and less. I really, number one, can't really afford these days to go shopping for another dress when I have a, a closet full of dresses. And quite frankly, I'm not wearing half of them. So, you know, like, why not? Why don't I just start wearing them again? And why do I need to go shopping? Um, or, you know, oh, I need new shoes. Or, oh, I need, you know, the new, a new purse. Who cares what, a purse. You, I, now, I'm the one. Trust me, I love a good bag. I've, I've always been that way. I love a good bag. But I'm just like, lately, literally no one sees my bag. I use my bag when I run into the store. <laughs> you know, nobody's like, oh, that Karen abuse. She's got a great bag. She's got a great purse. Yeah, okay. It carries our stuff around. Like, who cares? And so we really have to evaluate what we're spending our money on. You know, we look at our homes like, oh, I want to have that perfect decor, that perfect mirror, or that perfect picture, or that perfect, you know, flower arrangement, or whatever it is, that wreath, or whatever it is. I mean, these things are so superficial when we think about it. I mean, I'm with you. I get it. I go into the Target dollar spot. I want it all, right? I get it. I go into Target and I go to that little section where they have the Magnolia stuff. I want it all. I can't afford any of it. So I don't get any of it. But I really am like thinking about how I, you know, spend my money. And I'm not saying like, I'm not going to be extreme and be like, I'm going to be a minimalist. I'm only going to bring in the stuff I need. And I'm not going to say I'm going on a spending freeze because I've been tempted to do that and be like, I'm not buying a thing except what we need. Because I feel like when we do extreme things, it never lasts long term. What I want to do is really get to the heart of the matter and not label it I'm a minimalist, but I just want to label it I'm living for the Lord. I'm simply living for him. I'm simplifying because I realize that my life does not uh, consist of a lot more than things. My life wants, my the life I want to live is a life lived for Christ. I want my primary concern every day to be for the kingdom of God and building his kingdom. And boy, has our culture the enemy loves it. He loves that we're focused on uh, being consumers and material things because our culture, we make our priority, our decor and our home and our outfits and our whatever it is, our cars, you know, our stuff. You know, we make it uh, our primary concern of the day. The, the primary concern of your day, it says in the Bible, is to build the kingdom of God. Make the kingdom of God your primary concern. So I would ask you when you are buying things or when you are making decisions about what comes in and out of your home or into your mind, like I said, mental minimalism, let's make it a thing. When you are spending your money on something, is this helping me build the kingdom of God? Now I can buy groceries and I can get a bunch of treats because I want to have company over and I want to be, you know, practicing hospitality. I feel like that's a good use of my money. But when I'm like, you know what? Like today, I was cleaning off the deck. It's a, it's a disaster. The chickens have been on the deck. They come up to the deck. They come to my door. They're pooping on the deck. So I'm rinsing it down the deck. It needs a good scrubbing after the winter. We got out our table and chair set that we have had forever. 
And I was like, you know what? We could really use some more seating on the deck, of course, because I want to have people over. And I'm, you know, I've got chairs. I've got plastic chairs. And I'm like, you know what? In my head, I start thinking, oh, it'd be so nice if we had some of that really nice outdoor furniture, those sets that are like, you know, comfy, cozy and making a really beautiful place to sit. And I'm like, you know what? I don't have the money for that right now. You know, in the times we're living in, I can choose to spend my money on food and things and, you know, providing for a company, or I can spend my money on, I'm going to provide the perfect lounge chairs for my company to sit in. No, we're going to sit in the plastic chairs that I've had for the past five years, and I'm going to pour into them by practicing hospitality. And hospitality has nothing to do with how everything looks, right? I have a whole podcast episode about that in the, in the archives you can find as well. But we have to be really, you know, aware, especially these days with the economy the way it is, how we're spending our money. And so there is something to minimalism for me if, if it makes me consider what I'm bringing in my home and if it makes me consider what I'm putting in my mind because what I put in my mind will eventually uh, spill out into what I'm putting in my home. If I'm filling up on the word and I'm filling up on the truth and I'm being constantly reminded that my purpose here is for the kingdom of God, I'm not going to have a desire to go scroll Amazon for the latest gadget. I'm not going to have a desire to walk up and down the aisles at Hobby Lobby. And I'm not going to have a desire to go buy, you know, all the new decor at Home Goods. Because my mind is set on things above, not on things of this earth. Because everything on this earth is temporary. Now, I get it. It feels good. It feels nice to have, you know, to go out and buy a couple things and decorate. But the thing that I always find so interesting is the stuff that I wanted so bad and I thought was going to make me feel so good, like decor. First of all, it comes in and out of style. It comes in and out of style. I feel like now the styles of, you know, the the magnolia and the... Um, all these like boho, I guess it's called all these. I'm like, you know what? That's what we had when we were 70s and 80s in our, (laughs) my mom decorated our house like that with the plants and the, uh, you know, whatever. So it's just funny to me. Everything that's old, you know, comes back in style. But on a grander scale, you will never find true fulfillment in your stuff. You think you do that moment you come home from home goods and you start putting it up in your living room or your kitchen. You put out your new whatever, you know, decor and you're like, yeah, this looks good. But your life is still the same life you've been living. And so I don't understand why, why, why as human beings we invest so much time, money and energy in things that don't last I don't get it. What if we worked as hard as we do for our hard-earned money these days and we use that towards building the kingdom of God? We use that to serve others. We use that to practice hospitality. We use that, you know, for those in need. Like, I just feel like our society is so gluttonous. You know, I've been feeling like that as I scroll online lately. 
Like everything is just so gluttonous about, you know, more stuff. And, you know, having the latest gadgets and the things that are on trend. And I mean, the, I, I, I don't even like look at it very much, but, you know, I'm on Instagram, so I, I see stuff. But like, there are entire accounts just so dedicated to how things look in your home. And you know what even makes me sadder? This is probably a whole nother topic. And this is, I'm going on a little rabbit trail, but it's like people who have new babies, their Instagram, I mean, a baby isn't an accessory. It's like their Instagram accounts are, you know, the aesthetics and set a certain way. I mean, it's a baby, right? There's like, there's like this, um, I've seen a couple of like different things about like, you know, motherhood and babies and they make it look like, you know, the babies are dressed in the most perfect new do- newborn aesthetically pleasing outfits with the most perfect newborn aesthetically pleasing nursery. And it looks so calm and peaceful. And I'm like, this must be detrimental to new mothers because as a new mother, that would have probably put me over the edge because I, my life didn't look like that. Um, and so, you know, that's a whole nother topic, but I feel like that social media is just like killing us with, um, taking our eyes off of what's really important. And again, it's nice to have a home that looks nice. I'm not saying just have a, you know, big empty box to live in. No, it's nice to have a home that looks nice, but let's not get so wrapped up in it where it becomes like everything. And, you know, people are making careers out of being Instagrammers that have a perfect home. Or Instagrammers who have a perfect uh, baby life. Or Instagrammers who have perfect food. Or Instagrammers who have perfect hair and makeup and clothing. And when the Bible tells us, do not worry about these things. It tells us in Matthew 6. He says, you know, I will clothe you. Don't worry about clothes. You know, don't worry. He says, don't worry about your food and your drink and your clothing. You know what he says in that verse? That passage, he says the pagans run after these things. The pagans run after these things. He says, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. That verse is often translated, not often, it is translated in the old NLT to make the kingdom of God your primary concern. Seek first his kingdom, not seek first the perfect house, not seek first the perfect uh, aesthetics and not seek first making your life look good on the outside. If deep down on the inside, it's fallen apart because what is going on on the inside, in your heart, in your mind, in your soul, that's the stuff that overflows to the outside. And there's nothing more beautiful than somebody who's walking with the Lord, who's making the kingdom of God their primary concern, who is uh, serving him and serving others and doing it well, loving on others. Like those are the things that are beautiful. But, you know, and that's in God's economy. But in, in the culture, the things that are beautiful are outward. But for God, the things that are beautiful are inward. And again, the inward flows out in your attitude, your actions, your behavior. People aren't even going to notice your decor if they're noticing Jesus in you. They're going to care that you, ha- that you have like, you know, the perfect home. When meanwhile, you are 
loving them well. Like they're not even going to see it. It's funny because I talk about this. We have two leather couches that we've had for a very long time. And one of them has a gigantic hole in it. And another hole is just starting out. And we bought this stuff to like patch it. And the patch came off. And now the patch looks terrible. And it's just a disaster. I can't afford to go buy new couches right now. I just can't. So I put a blanket over it. And no one's going to know the difference. The couch is functioning so that we can sit on it with those we love. And so that we can have people over and they can have a comfortable place to sit. Don't lift the blanket because you'll see the hole. But guess what? I want to focus on the people sitting on that couch. Now, if the hole becomes so big that it's going to swallow somebody because <laughs> it's so big. Yes, I'm going to need a new couch. But right now, we can't afford it. We, and we have a lot of other things we need to put our money into. So I guess it's all about priorities. So I don't think I'm becoming a minimalist, but I am moving in that direction. I do not want to be filled up in my life with junk because I see as I'm spring cleaning, I'm throwing out bags of stuff and I'm like, how does this happen? How does this happen every year? I'm the simply living for him lady. I talk about living simply. How do I have these bags of stuff? It's ridiculous. I'm tired of it, right? I'm done with it. And anything that isn't really useful or serving a purpose, I just want to get rid of it. I'm tired of managing piles of stuff. I'm tired of clutter stressing me out and taking my focus off the things that I really want to focus on. And that is loving God, loving others, and building his kingdom here on earth. So I want to hear from you. Are you a minimalist? Are you a hoarder? Are you somewhere in between? I'm definitely not a hoarder. We definitely don't have a ton of stuff, but I wouldn't say I'm a minimalist. So we're somewhere in between, but I want to move the, the kind of sliding scale down toward minimal, minimalist more and more. I really want to be very aware of what I'm bringing in my home, both physically and mentally. So I'm moving toward minimalism. I'll share more with you guys. Uh, on that as I kind of journey on this path. I mean, I've been on this path for a long time, but I feel like even more so now. Times are tough. I don't want to waste my money on things that are going to uh, not last, you know, that aren't, that aren't building the kingdom, that aren't uh, things that are helping me store heavenly treasure. I don't want earthly treasure because I'm going to be gone someday and so is all that stuff. So let me know what you think. Let me know uh, how, you know, where you're at on your journey with stuff. Do you want to hear more about this topic? Um, You know, this is something I've talked about for many, many years on Simply Living for Him. But I don't think lately I have really talked about so much the physical clutter. So let me hear what you think. And um, I would encourage you to share this podcast episode with a friend. That helps me to get my message out there more. One more thing before I close out. Besides our Simply Living for Him living for him retreat in july we have a one day event coming up next week april 23rd it is for all women again any age and stage of life we're going to spend the day together as women we're going to dig into the word we're going to have three teaching sessions we're going to have worship time we're going to have prayer we're going to have a catered lunch there's going to be coffee and refreshments 
And we're just going to have great fellowship together and no fluff, no frills, just women getting together to uh, have fellowship and to dig it deep to the word and and, and uh, sit at his feet and just get rid of the distractions for the day, hear his voice above all the noise of this world. So come on out. It is our Simply Living for Him Ladies Day Out, April 23rd from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at Grace Bible Chapel in Chester, New Jersey. You can find all the information at my website at simplylivingforhim.com. And until the next time, I wish you all the blessings and joy in Jesus today. Day.